everybody. Welcome to episode 179 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm the other host, Paul. 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 Hey, how's it going? It's going to be a short one today. It is actually a short one because we only have one um, thing to review. But, yeah. Uh, we got we got some craziness. It's like right before Thanksgiving and yeah. like... And I'm trying to finish this film short we did. Story of our freaking lives. Yeah. Um, if I hear that one more time. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So we're just going to... We're just going to... Is there any like news or anything that's happened before we jump no, into I it? No, I think that they, they approved the IATSE thing, mm-hmm. but by, by a very slim margin. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. So um, I'm very not look. I'm not in the union. I don't have a horse in this race, as they say. But to me, from as an outside you perspective, a poodle in this kennel. I don't. Uh, I don't see it as a as a good deal. Yeah, that's it. Have you? And heard... I'm not like the no shame to people that thought it was. You know, everyone has their right to their own opinion. That just happens to be mine. Have you heard the latest? Um, in that, I think I don't know if it was set design or somebody um, on Baldwin set was saying that the shooting was intentional. Yeah, that's like I the new thing that. that they were aware that. of what was going on, and that he wasn't actually supposed to shoot the gun and did it anyway. And who know? I don't know. Who hmm. knows? So that's like the new. Now they're adding and adding the new element of that. I think wow. she's filing suit on that. So we'll see where all of this goes. Uh, bottom line, uh, set safety is number one. So absolutely, got to learn that. Yep. Um, so. We we reviewed and uh, watched and are now reviewing The Harder They Fall, mm-hmm. which um, it, it could have been a movie about like penguins. But if Jonathan Majors is in it, I'm yeah, watching it. So Jonathan sure. Majors is officially in like my top 10, like of pe- like there's those actors that you watch no matter what they do, even uh-huh. though you're like, I don't even know if I want to watch this film. But like, you know, they're going to do a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I'm obsessed. Yeah, you are. I'm obsessed with him. Um, so, okay. So the director is uh, James Samuel, who also wrote it, starring Jonathan Majors, uh, Zazie Beetz, R.J. Seiler, I think it is. Uh, my God. Uh, uh, Regina King, um, Idris Elba. There's so many freaking people in this. <laughs> yeah. So many actors. Um, I want to say it's Eddie Gathegi? Gathegi? Mm-hmm. I probably I completely destroy that rj uh i think it's siler i think that's how you say his name by the way was in um that movie uh the one with uh what's her face i don't know um he was so young you know it's like we were watching uh, uh me earl and the dying girl, me earl and the dying girl or whatever Sounds remember familiar. that movie with uh, uh olivia cook it was like a while back and he was so oh. young in it that he was he was the that friend does ring a bell. and I did not recognize him. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh my god, that's the kid from that. So, yeah, okay. So we're just gonna get we're gonna we're gonna jump right into this. Sure, let's do it. Um, Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. <laughs> that's all you need to know. Jonathan Majors. Um, yeah. So, oh, also before we jump into that, I'm just gonna just small tidbit here. Uh, Tom Hardy and T- Channing Tatum are gonna be in a movie together. That's all I have to say about that. Never yeah. mind. What? <laughs> What is happening? You know, um, the Tates, the Tates. I can't. In with the, you know. Um. So, so the the first and foremost, and what a lot of people are talking about with this film is mm-hmm. that it is an obvious uh, shout out to Tarantino's style of filmmaking. Sure. Um, it's blatantly obvious. Yeah. <laughs> like there's. There was there was a lot of uh, a lot of uh, those homages, if you will, yeah. 
Um, and it worried me a little bit because it's like right from the jump. I was like, okay, how like how much of this are we going to have? And is that going to be the only gimmick in it? You know, like, mm-hmm. please tell me that there's more. Um from the opening scene, like opening it the way he did was very yeah. Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, the church scene was very Tarantino. Yeah. The opening credits was very Tarantino. Yeah. Uh, but he's not, he he admits that he's a fan of Tarantino. Yeah. It's not like, you know, when somebody does something like that and they're like, no, that was original. Like, the fuck if it was? <laughs> like, that was definitely not all you. You can't say that yeah. you don't watch Tarantino films that you're not a fan of his. Um, this is something that could go left really easily and like i said i was worried at first i was like oh no like please stop it Mm -hmm. um but this is a good example of when like paying homage goes right it's it still worked you know it still really worked yeah there's it was interesting because i I went through that same kind of thing at the beginning i was like oh no yeah (laughs) here we go but then as the film progressed and seeing just who was attached to it there obviously was i assumed there'd be something more but um yeah, it's it it started to become less of a a, a rip off of a Tarantino and more of a love letter to Tarantino mm-hmm. for me, you know because and, and I don't know I don't I don't know how to explain it but there's just the the film puts you in this place where you're just along for the ride and you're and it's a good time and um it it I don't know. I always listen to people when they review films and they're like, this film says this. And I'm like, it's just a film about the thing. Like, it doesn't say that. But with this film, it kind of said that to me. It kind of said like, hey, I love Tarantino. And this is kind of my... Westerns and... And Westerns and stuff. And this is my kind of like... It just felt earnest. Like, he wasn't trying to rip off Tarantino. He was just heavily inspired by Tarantino. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to make that. I appreciate that, you know, kind of like... Kind of like the mentality of someone who's making a fan film. I'm not saying this is a fan film, but when you are like a huge fan of Star Wars and you want to go make a Star Wars film with your friends or whatever, um, there's, you know, I have a lot of respect for people that do that because they love this property so much and they want to kind of enjoy that world and, and kind of do their thing in there. And I feel like that's the kind of mentality just by watching the film. I feel like that's the kind of mentality the director and the team had in mind um, because it was certainly purposeful. Well, this at, was at the also same time. originally a short, right? So uh, the the original short, <laughs> but was... John, Jonathan Majors doesn't do shorts, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> they they die by dawn, which was like not even an hour, All right? Um, and he had like Rosario Dawson and Giancarlo Esposito. They and... do shorts, not really. Apparently, Rosario Dawson and no, no, well, really. that is a short. I'm just yeah, saying. but no, but I'm, so. The character that Majors plays, Nat Love, uh, Michael Kenneth Williams uh, had played, the late, unfortunately, the late Michael Kenneth Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he really does like this character. As I, I kind of want to see him do something else, though, because it's like, yeah. all right, this is the second time that you've brought this character. And like, I get it because it was a short. And I'm like, if you have the opportunity to make this into a feature, you're going to do it, especially with that cast. Like, the cast was insane. Insane, insane cast. The I don't cast know how... was absolutely insane. Yeah. And, um, and Regina King is just she's really good. Like I, I feel yeah. like I, I still have to I watch like, I, uh, Watchmen because yeah. uh I loved her in this Honestly, role. I wasn't interested in watching that show and then I happened to see a scene with her and I was like, "You know what? I might watch this because of her." Um and it I didn't think it was possible to kind of outshine Idris Elba. I love Idris Elba, don't get me wrong. He mm-hmm. is you know, you don't kick that guy out of you don't kick that guy out of bed for spilling crumbs, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he's You don't. He's he's a pretty man. 
I never thought that I would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get back to Jonathan Major's scenes (laughs) (laughs) because he just freaking steals a scene. He is such a scene stealer. Thievery. Uh, And it's the most amazing thing. Like you just you I love watching him work and he especially when he has to do emotional scenes. It's crazy. Um, I don't know. Like I'm, I'm so excited, and then, and then also, um, RJ's character. So, like again, I, I didn't even recognize him because he was uh, so much younger mm-hmm. um, when I had originally seen him. Um, but uh, he plays the, the character so well, and he had, you know, at first you're like, oh, this kid's like, this character is like a showboater and he's yeah. obnoxious, but he grows on you like a fungus. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. and then in the end, you're like. Oh no! Not that I didn't see it coming, because that was yeah. gonna that was gonna catch up to you. Uh, but it w- it did kind of suck. I appreciated like people dying left and right. I was really hoping that this crew would not be intact at the end, because that's a very like Hollywood yeah, type him. thing to do. Yeah, but not him. I, I I really did like his character. He was really funny. Um, uh, but it I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's was sort of left for a part two. Yeah. It seems like there might be a sequel to this. A bit of a, a, a not a post credit scene, but kind of like a, I don't know what you would call that. I don't like know. Like a tease, I guess. I guess, yeah. I feel like they're going to they're gonna keep going with this. Um, I'd watch it. I would totally watch it. Yeah. Jonathan Majors is still alive. I'm in. All right. It's a good film, Jonathan Majors. See you next week. <laughs> Go watch it. Yeah. Uh, no, no, but yeah. yeah the, uh, <laughs> no, but yeah. Yeah, no, but yeah. No, no, but yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, it was such a. It, it's it's kind of like fl- flew under the radar, you know. There's a lot of big name people in there, and I had never heard of it. I did not know this was happening. Yeah. Until like maybe a month ago. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I would have thought yeah. So it's just kind of it's kind of crazy. Jonathan Majors his stars on the rise, you know. So I'm surprised that it just like isn't more attention. I uh, yeah, I don't know, like. I felt like it definitely flew under the radar. It was a, re- it was a really, really, really good, uh, really good film. But I was like, I just kind of want to like break things down a bit, um, because uh, in 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 like in the homage, there was all that. And like we said, I was a little nervous at first because I was like, is is this all there is? There was even the scene when um, I forget his his name, Wayne's kid, when they're like oh, between yeah. those two rocks, was very Django. There was that yeah. that when he's telling him about Broomhilda in the scene that looks like I'm like did you guys go to the same set because that looks like yeah. the same those same two rocks and boulders yeah. that they were sitting in between, um, and so there was like this it was a, a really interesting way of kind of combining this Wild West retro but then also modern which could go so wrong yeah. It could yeah. go so wrong in in the hands of the wrong actor. They did a, but they they did an amazing job at sort of combining those two worlds. Um, I have to say that I did not see the end coming. Oh no! I didn't see that connection. Normally, well, I would because, pick up on shit like that. Yeah, I, I think that I just the ages were too close for me. You know, it's like it was weird. Like between him and uh, Idris, yeah, too close. They're like so far apart in age. I don't know. Maybe Idris just looks. Idris good is for in his forties. Yeah, but Majors as well. He's got to be in his thirties, right? He's like thirty. He's like twenty-nine or thirty. Yeah, which means that it's not close in age. He would have been a teenager, right? Idris would have been a teenager when that happened. Oh, you're saying like, well, okay, yeah. So in the well, if you notice, they didn't show him intentionally. I know they didn't show him intentionally and stuff, but th- he still was very big. 
his 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 figure. That's kind of why. Well, no, because I, I, that's what I was if like, he wait had a second, him later right? in life, if he had had um, Nat Love, if the dad had had him later in life, then like if he, if he had had, look, you have to remember, like people didn't wait until their thirties to have kids. No, you know I'm not. I mean? I'm so talking about the ages are, of the siblings. If he had, where... if he had uh, Elba's character at eighteen, and then had, uh, you know, Nat Love at like thirty five, yeah, then you know, you got like a. Nearly a twenty-year-old there. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying it, they're easily ten years apart, you know. And so easily when they More go at that. the beginning, when they go in, that um, uh, uh, Nat Love is what got to be ten. Yeah, you know, so that would make Idris Elba twenty, and he just looked. He they didn't show his face. It's obviously, because you but know it's Idris Elba. I That's guess what it is. It just that kind of threw me because I was like, wait, I feel like Jonathan Majors should be younger, but I don't know the it's, character, not. It's because you it's because you know it's him, and so we can't think of him as only being ten years older than that character because we yeah. know he's not. Yeah. Uh, we know he's got he's got, is it? I mean, how old is Idris Elba actually? I don't know. He is ageless. The man is ageless. Oh, Lakeith Stanfield too. I forgot. Um, who apparently had like massive anxiety through that shoot. Oh, really? Yeah, he was like he started drinking a lot because uh-huh. of the panic attacks and stuff that uh-huh. he was having on set. Um, well, I mean, you're working with Idris Elba and uh, Idris Elba John was Majors. born in 1972. Okay, I thought he was a little bit younger. I thought he was like in his early 40s. Oh, uh, um, so he's 50. He's a, he's a timeless man. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So I I mean I get I mean yeah I guess like looking back it's like okay well the ages are a little bit weird but um, I just didn't see that connection. It just added like a whole other kind yeah, of layer I didn't, to it like i appreciated that connection and stuff i thought it was an interesting kind of twist but um yeah they're eight i don't know for some reason in my head i just couldn't get past their ages which probably could work on paper but still like for some well, reason that was luckily like, you didn't have to sit with it for too long because it yeah. was at the very end yeah um so you didn't have to simmer in that and be like there's no way this happened yeah <laughs> lies um so who was your favorite character uh probably the kid with the guns rj yeah. Really? Yeah, it was super fun. I mean, look, Majors and and Elba, they're they're gonna they're they're bringing their shit. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna fucking go. So I knew what I expected with them, but he surprised me because I went through that same thing with you, where I was like, "Oh, this kid's annoying." And then by the end, I was like, <laughs> "No," you know. So I, I I think that because I didn't expect it, kind of stuck out for me. I think the one character that was kind of and I liked seeing um uh uh what's her face in a bad role. You know, Regina? Like, yeah, Regina in, in that kind of like evil role or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think, but I think the one character so that was kind of like, I wasn't too sure of was Zazie's character. It was like, okay. Yeah. I feel like she- Is that like, her real name? Zazie Beats. Yeah. Is that her real name? Probably. Oh. She seems kind of like, I, I feel like her parents Zazie. were hippie-ish. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. She's I, fine. I, I, I had she's, to deal with Sashia growing up. So, yeah. you know, it, you know, people will say, is yeah. that your real name? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my last name's not Beats, she's but or middle name. And, yeah, she's, well, that's what I'm saying fine, is that I, I feel like because she was, I really liked her in Deadpool. And so I kind of like wished that they had done more with the character. I feel like yeah. it was like a waste. Yeah. Of uh, And then so, you know, so now there there's also the conflict of like, I'd seen some people in, in some uh comments and stuff chat about rooms chat rooms if you will <laughs> about um like who these characters were in real life oh yeah because it did have that disclaimer right at the, at the top yeah it's loose you know loosely bait but the that the uh these are real characters 
and uh, so there there was like the 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 issue of Hollywood taking uh, her character was um, Mary Fields, and that you know that she that she kind of got like Hollywood whitewashed as they do with people with color, where they'll they'll pick somebody with the lightest skin tone to play these characters who likely were not that light. Yeah. Um, you know, wh- which is just kind of what Hollywood does, you know. As we yeah, said I before, mean, we still have a ways to go. The fact that we have cast, like like a practically all black cast in a Western yeah. is a huge step. Yeah. And I love that this film was like that the production was so great and they had such strong characters because it's like, yes, let's do more of this. I really yeah. hope that they that, you know, this opens up more doors for James because uh, I, I thought it was really cool. I'm interested to see what Tarantino thinks. Like if he watched yeah. it, he must have seen this because people must have been like, you yeah, got to see this. He's got to love it. You know, Quentin, he's crazy. I don't <laughs> I don't Quint. know. People always go, you know, one way or the other with stuff. Yeah, like I can't that. imagine him. I feel like if if Quentin was younger, he'd be like, "What the fuck?" But now that he's older, he probably is like, "Oh, I think it's great." Somebody be like, "You're retiring. It's, it's super great." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah, it's great. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're retiring, so you don't, you know, if you're not going to give us more shit, you can't say anything. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah, but I would, I would definitely like to see the director spread their wings a bit. And see what else they have. Yeah, I would like. I would like to see. I mean, they they because they clearly can make a film. You know, it's you know they, you know, obviously it's, it was stylized in that way. But yeah, I feel like the 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 roots are there for for because otherwise it would have just been a Tarantino knockoff film and we would have been like f this. But there was enough of of a uh, of a story uh, in terms of like what it is. You know, like it's not some kind of groundbreaking story that you know there's things that um it touches on but you know it's a fun movie it's not some kind of like drama that you're dealing with like you know some historical drama you know yeah i mean you are but it's like they did it's kind of like that reimagining well that's what i'm saying like there's enough there so cool of about that it. to kind of give it some weight but at the same time it's super fun it's but, focusing on the characters yeah. and the strengths of their of those characters which is really cool and uh yeah, I'm. I'm interested to see where else, what else this this director does. And mm-hmm. like I said, I, I I thought that the that it was done well. I thought the homage was done well, but I just want to see like more of what this of what his vision would be on his own without re- kind of relying on that. Because I mean, it was very similar the grading and especially like the violence. Tarantino is sort of. Yeah. Known for the way that he portrays violence in his movies is yeah. very realistic. Bullets don't explode when they hit you. <laughs> Slightly over the top, if yeah. you will, way of but but always but always pulling it off. And this was the same thing. This were some pretty violent scenes in this, yeah. and uh, it was done really well. You know, mm-hmm. so I definitely I definitely appreciate that. But I'm just except. What else is Majors going to be in? Well, he's he's in the Marvel universe well, now, so he'll be popping yeah. up in there. So now he's forced me to jump into that. Yeah, yeah. Reluctantly, it'll you, be like and everything and else got, where uh, I just watch I, the scenes. Oscar Isaac's coming too. Mm-hmm. He's doing the Marvel thing. Mm-hmm. So all your boys are coming over. <laughs> Party's in it already, and yeah, but it's Venom. Yeah, which but... we still haven't seen. Which we were told was better than the first one. I don't know if anybody yeah. out there is listening. If you can confirm. That Venom Two is better than the first one. I'm waiting till almost, uh, I'm yeah. waiting till it's free or till we get it at the library and I could just get the Blu-ray and, yeah. and watch it. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't mean to turn on my boy, but I'm so concerned. Is with... this the first Hardy movie you haven't seen in the theaters? 
No. Oh, actually, no. That's no. a stupid question. Of there's course. others. Yeah. yeah. There, there's others that 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 I've not seen in the theater. Um, Looking at you. I think this was the last. <laughs> <laughs> the last the first venom was the last thing i'd seen him in uh-huh. in the theater right um and then capone we obviously had rented reluctantly yeah. and um i don't know i just had such hopes for that um the capone is just one of those movies that like you either loved it or you didn't yeah. i don't think there's any gray area that you either got what ride, he was doing yeah, or you're, or you're and you're out. like yeah i'm and in for me it just didn't work or you were like us and we were just like what's happening look, the, you know he, yeah Josh Trank, I think his name is. He's made some good films, so he's certainly capable. But that film just, it just again didn't, didn't work for me. But glad he made it because that's what he wanted. But to this do. new, this new one, that's that's uh, uh, anyway. Okay, so to to conclude, you know, go watch it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's free. It's on Netflix. Almost everybody has Netflix, so just go watch that. Um, it, was, it was really really good. Um, but uh, the 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 new film that that they're doing with Tom Hardy. I mean, look, you know how I feel about the Tatum. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Like. The only thing I've ever seen Channing Tatum in that I was like, okay, was Foxcatcher. And it was because I had no choice. Mm-hmm. It was because they were like, we're putting Channing Tatum in Foxcatcher. And I was like, well, then I guess I'm going to have to deal with that because I'm not going to not watch this when you have Steve Carell and you have, uh, you know, Mark, Mark Ruffalo. Ruffalo, who I watch everything that he does. So it was just like, all right, fine. And, you know, it's okay. He, he did decently, but it's like he was playing a big dumb jock. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I didn't think it was like... The... Well, he'll never come on the show again. <laughs> I didn't think it was the craziest character development. It was yeah. like, you know, so it was like, all right. I mean, but I, he there was like the scene where he's like kind of in this self-loathing moment with yeah, all the yeah. food in the in the room, you know? And I was like, okay, you know, but I, I just, I, I don't understand. I don't know. I, I'm like, whatever. I don't know the guy, but I just, I, it just... I'm sure he's a, a lovely fella. It just doesn't usually do it for me. And then so, you know, this film, which so I have two issues. We have, you know, the fact that it's like Tom Hardy with Channing Tatum, which uh, doesn't make any sense to me. And then also for me, it's the issue that it's like a war movie. Yeah. About an event that just took place. Yeah. Like this just happened. So I'm just like, why is someone writing this already? Too soon. Like we're not, we're actually still in this. Yeah. This hasn't even been resolved. You know, we yeah. can't even say this was like, oh, this was like, you know, the Gulf War or something that happened, you know, thirty years ago. It's like, no, this just happened this year. Uh, it's it. There, we're still dealing with the aftermath of it, mm-hmm. of the you know, soldiers pulling out of that. So it's like, how are we already getting a script? Yeah. We have. <laughs> yeah. What do you? I I really. I I can't stand these types of like sniper like that kind of yeah. like patriotic gung-ho shit like it's not my thing and i'm i'll probably watch it for hardy but i'm not gonna like it yeah i'm certainly not going to theaters for it no i'm not i'm not going i don't know i I don't know when we'll ever go to the theaters again i don't know i spider-man is putting up a pretty big fight for me in my head about it oh yeah only because I know someone who looks a lot like you who was like, if we get a bigger 4K TV, then I won't have to go well, to the here's theater the thing. again. But it's right. going to get spoiled for you, so you have yes. to go to the theater. Well, that's nah, 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 nah. that's the thing. It's like this one. Like, and I could deal with it. Like, I, 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 I've already been spoiled on Venom. Fine. The Eternals kind of been spoiled on You were spoiled on, on Venom? Yeah. You, like, you know stuff that happens? Yeah. Or, oh, really? Yeah. And then it's fine. I'm still, I still want to watch it. But, you know, and that's the thing with these movies. I want to watch it regardless. You could tell me the whole plot of Spider-Man right now, and I'd still want to watch it. But, you know, there's so many... <laughs> cameos and things packed into this film with the villains from other universes coming in and 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 
there's so many things that happen in this that are going to happen in this film that are that are secret, quote unquote, that will never make it to the end of the weekend. Well, and yeah. I kind of want to experience those, you know. Oh, look, there's Tobey Maguire, or there's Andrew Garfield. When does this movie come out? December twelfth or nineteenth or something like that. So, have you taken off your day of the week that you're going to need for that? No, but because we haven't really talked about it yet, we're oh. talking about it now on air. Um, <laughs> Have we discussed this yet? about uh, about taking the day off to go to an early show where there's the least they don't amount of have people early shows sitting anymore. in the back. They don't have early shows. This is the problem. It's that's over. And I almost almost broke my movie theater uh, boycott, I guess, to go see Antlers because I have been waiting for 14 yeah. years to see this movie. And it's finally out. It's finally out. And it's like, of course, it's in the theater. And it's not even in a theater near us. So we would have to travel yeah. like an hour to go see it. So now I'm going to have to wait till this fucking thing if is streaming. I, if I do go to the Spider-Man, I'm going to be like if you fucking go to hazmat you know you're suit gonna... double fucking. Well, we went already. We've been yeah, to the but theater I'm just, I know. I just fear pandemic. that there's going to be more people than usual at this stupid thing. And. I just don't want to deal with. Of course, there's going to be more people. Yeah, for sure. So I'm, I'm definitely at least double masking. Just hey, safety first. It's to a little tough own, to breathe in double masks. I'm not going to lie. That's going to be a tough what two hours. To each probably. his own, but that's just that's my thing. I'm just going to saran wrap you at that point yeah. because what about drive-ins? Oh no, they're like closed already. It's too yeah, cold. it's too cold. Although really shouldn't because you sit in your car. It's not yeah, like yeah, that's true. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think you're supposed to have your car running, right? You're supposed to have it like on yeah but yeah. not actually running for heat and stuff because that's going to be loud and obnoxious yeah. okay well we said anyway. it was we said it was a short show and it is that was the only thing that we had to review because we haven't had time to watch anything else um so we are going to be having a guest on either next week or the following week we haven't really uh locked that down yet um but we're giving you the time now to go watch the film on amazon it's called my heart can't beat unless you tell it to yes i think i got that right um, it's a film by Jonathan Guartas, and it's, it's his so good. first feature film, which mm-hmm. it is like, we can't believe. It was a really, really good film. So we're giving you time now to go rent that on Amazon. I think it's like five ninety nine. You can do it. Yeah. This it's is not-, not financial advice, but it, you will get your money's worth. Yeah. It's a really good film. Um, Patrick Fugit. Love that man. Is in it, and uh, that that was just like, oh, oh, wait a minute, mm-hmm. and so, um, and it's a, it's in a way that you've not seen him before. Yeah, yeah, I really want to. Him and Lou Taylor Pucci are like my two favorite like indie actors. Yeah. So I we've we've had the pooch on, so I, now I need to get the fugue on. <laughs> we should ask. Get... Can can you give us his email? Can yeah. you tell him that I'm we're sure, going to? I'm sure he'll love it. And we're not weirdos. We just want to talk to him on yeah. the show. Yay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So go check that out. So but he doesn't have a social media, really. So I don't think hard. so. Because he's cool. Yeah. I don't know how these people survive without social media. I don't get well, it. we're not cool, so we yeah. we have to use. We need social media because yeah. we need every little bit of help that we can get. It's like when someone's so cool they don't have to tell you that like they're when, cool. They just are I cool. We're still at the stage that we have to tell everybody we're when, cool. When people now are like, "Yeah, I don't really use a cell phone much," I'm like, "What do you? How do you communicate with people?" Yeah. When someone says, "I don't text," what? Yeah. You mean you don't text? Yeah. Like when you hear those people that don't you talk carry on the their phone? phones around, but they have yeah. like assistants that do it. And you're like, wait, you don't actually look at your phone every three seconds? I don't understand. Un- you don't, don't sleep understand. with your phone next to you by your bed? Yeah. What do you mean your understand. phone's in the other room charging because you don't bring your fo- cell phone into yeah. the bedroom? Weird. That's just weird. I don't have my phone on me. What? <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> How are you feeling? Do you want me to call somebody for you? Like, uh, you need help? So, uh, yeah. So to, to wrap things up, 
go watch The Harder They Fall. Really good film. If you're a Tarantino fan, you will definitely like it or not. I can yeah. see people being like, go either way. fuck this because it's too whatever. Yes, that cast, though. It, it is. It's it's a bit egregious, but it worked. Yeah. Weird how they how he was And there is no off. gray area with this kind of thing. Like once I will admit, once I saw that, I was like, I don't think there's any way that this is going to pass. Like there's, this is just going to get yeah. distracting. And and stick around because if you feel that way at the beginning, give it a little bit more time. Yeah, because the beginning Cause is we almost it's were at like, its worst this. in the beginning. Yeah. It was – well, I mean not not really like that we were going to not watch it. But like as soon as right, – once the it, opening credits came up, I was like, all right. Because the first scene – just going back into this now. We're closing out the show. Let's go back into it. The opening scene is very uh, Dennis Menochet – Opening yeah. scene of yeah. Inglorious Bastards. <laughs> yeah, it's ve- like it's very much that. Not to the you know, it's not as long, but it had that vibe for sure. It's mm-hmm. like I as soon as I saw that scene, I'm thinking, I, I was thinking of Inglorious Bastards. So that scene with Christoph Waltz and Dennis Menochet, I'm like, that's that scene. And then the church scene didn't. I didn't really think of anything too specific. It did kind of had like that end end scene in Django when he's getting his revenge. Mm. The way the so it's like he pauses midair, the blood, the sound, yeah. everything was like very Tarantino. And then the opening scene, the opening credits, I was like, oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> like this. What I was waiting for, like, like executively produced by yeah. Tarantino. I was like, is he in on this? Like, what's going on? Yeah. And how is this ever? How am I going to forget that? Yeah. And I somehow that's the story and the performances, mostly the performances were so good mm-hmm. that I was like, like, I forgot about how egregious all of the homages yeah. were in the beginning. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was excessive, but it somehow worked. And uh, I did enjoy it. Yeah, I did. enjoy. It. I was going to make another point. And I can't remember now that you liked it. The, oh, that the soundtrack is freaking amazing. Yeah. I already, I bought a couple of the songs already because they're so good. So this, so, which is another very Tarantino, Tarantino thing, thing to do, yeah. but I'm not going to say that Tarantino owns good soundtracks. There's a lot of people that have done that, but that's sort of like any movie that Tarantino makes is very, very hyper-focused on the music mm-hmm. and the soundtrack is always just as important to him as the film. So um, mm. the artists were, the songs that he picked were really, really good. Yeah. Like the, as it was a banger, as the kids a say. A banger, yeah. Zach Braff does say. that too. Um, what? He puts a heavy, whether you like him or, or hate him, like he puts a heavy um, Focus on weight on, on music. Yeah. yeah it stuff. really freaking worked. Like mm-hmm. if you tell me you didn't like the story or the acting, I tell you you were crazy because the performances were great. But they, like the music was so good. Music, like I found myself having to Shazam, even though I knew there would be a soundtrack, but I'm like, oh, what song is this? Because sometimes they'll put stuff in the film that's not on the soundtrack. So I wanted to make sure that I was getting that song. Um, And I'm like a a geriatric person where I'm like, I'm going to Shazam this. (laughs) I make sure I get the song that I want. Uh, But it was really, really good. Solid watch. It's something that I could say now it would never be on because it's on Netflix. But like if this was something that would be on, I would leave it on right. it would be like my shawshank where i'm like right, all right, right fuck it i'll watch this you know yeah uh and i can't say that about a lot of things and i can love a film and say that i wouldn't watch it again because it just depends on the kind of yeah movie it is yep. like I, I i probably wouldn't sit down and watch that whole thing again even mm-hmm. though i loved something yeah it, it's there's like a whole other kind well, of category of movies rewatches have, right they, they have to 
really kind of like be nostalgic or super fun and mm-hmm. because you, it can't be films that you have to really pay attention to because generally you're doing other things while they're on. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. But there's just like, it doesn't matter that I've seen Shawshank Redemption 400 times. If it's on, yeah, watch I'll watch it. it. Uh, and this is one of those things that like, if it had been on, if it was just on, I would watch it. Or I, I like, I can see myself potentially watching it again, just like having it on. Um, anyway, yeah. Watch it. It was good. Don't know what's happening next week. We may have a guess or maybe the following week. We'll see what goes on. But what watch we watch, what we don't watch. Watch. watch uh, my, my heart can't beat unless you tell it to. Tell it to. Yeah. Really, really good indie film. Low budget, actual low budget, not like we only had $8 million to make this kind of low budget. Um, They really, uh, they did a a great job with it. It was kind of a family affair. I know his his brother is the DP. His dad worked uh, in in art direction and stuff like that and set design and stuff. And that's what they do, though. He didn't, he wasn't just like, hey, what are you doing today? (laughs) They are those things. My father, who's a welder, came in. Like, no, like, well, you know, yeah, like his his brother is a DP and and director. So, um, really, really awesome awesome film you should check that out and then stay tuned and and listen to the interview with jonathan shout out to mograph to mograph and if you have your own western tarantino style film are you gonna do this every week or do it next week what 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 are you talking about? Like, should it be like every time we watch something or review something or have somebody yeah, on, we'll you can like, say. Yeah, we'll be like, if you have that exact same yeah. thing, then let us know and then we can rate it. Let's do that. Let's do that. Uh, so this week we are accepting Tarantino knockoffs. <laughs> <laughs> We're never going to get James on the show. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> no, I'm sure. Look, he's got to obviously love the man, you know, like love his work. It's, How could you not? I think this film, while it is a love letter to Tarantino, does stand on its own. Yeah, because for sure. it's, um Otherwise, we would have even bothered reviewing it. So I don't know. I mean, if you don't got Jonathan, anything nice to say, don't say it at all, right? Jonathan Majors. I don't have anything nice to say about Channing Tatum, and I still said it. That's true. I'm not. I'm not Franco. perfect. James Franco's a fucking asshole. I have absolutely no love lost there. I don't care yeah. what I say about James Franco, but Channing Ch- Channing Tatum has never done anything to me. I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, I just, he's I, fine. I, I, I don't. I don't. Like he's he's not. Somebody's who I'm like, I have to see the next Channing Tatum film. But if he's in something, I'm just, I I know you feel this way about him. So I'm just like, it strikes in my mind. But otherwise, for him, I, just I feel like Magic Mike, I can't get that out I, of my I brain. I feel like, like I've never Channing seen Tatum's going to be the, I feel it happening slowly. What? Where like Channing Tatum is going to become this, you know, he was like the sex symbol guy who like maybe wasn't like, like super experienced actor but then maybe started to take smaller roles like I appreciate that he takes those Fox catcher catcher type roles he could easily just take comedy roles and action roles and stuff and just live in that world but he does yeah. like indie films so I appreciate that and I, I, I wonder if in five years I don't know how years, indie well, yeah, but, but for, budget <laughs> but you know he's like you know he could he doesn't cash in on except for Magic Mike obviously he doesn't really cash in on his whole like heartthrob thing or whatever that that the I don't know the people love him for. But um, I I wonder what it, what I'm gonna feel about him in five years because I can see his career going more of a, a, a an actual dramatic. Yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not happy about this war movie. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, well, the whole movie in general. Well, that's what I'm like, saying. Like I'm 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 already like. Peeved because Tom Hardy it's, seems to like war movies too. Yes, he does. Reason. He's well, he's very like into like you know patriotism mm-hmm. and like but veterans and stuff. He doesn't care. He's getting fucking paid. Like, yes. <laughs> like 
you know. Uh, like Dunkirk, I get, but like. Well, I'm saying this just happened. Dunkirk, yeah. ha- you know, we had no, time I'm just saying since in terms Dunkirk, of like, but like war, like he's patriotic for he America. He did Band of Brothers. He was in that yeah. as well. I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, check us out next week when something's going to be happening. It will happen. Bye. Bye. Bye.